Hey, this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to Kevin's Barbecue Joints Podcast. And this one's awesome. It's with JD from Workhorse Pits. You may also know his company, Primitive Pits. I spoke to JD about two years ago, and since then, a lot has gone on and a lot has happened within his company. And we wanted to talk specifically about the Workhorse Pits, which is a line of backyard pits for people. There are three different versions. There's the 1957, the 1969, and the 1975. And he goes into the details and specifics about what each one does and the sizes and, and why they're different and why you would be interested in purchasing them. Right now, they're at about 150 days. So if you place an order online, you just get set up in the queue. They're working on mechanisms to make that lead time quicker, but 150 days is really good for a custom backyard pit. We also go into depth at the very beginning about primitive pits in case you hadn't seen our previous interview. He goes into details and there's a lot more specifics and then he goes into some stories about Jason Momoa as well as Snow's Barbecue, which are fun stories and interesting and, and the science behind everything that they do and how the business itself has grown. They have workhorses in a different place than the primitive hits. They're built in two different locations and he talks about this campus in Cleveland, Georgia, which is opening up, which is going to be pretty amazing. It's going to have a retail store so you could buy the pits. He's going to have classes there. He's also going to have American Cook Wood, which is a new company that they have, which they have a location in Lexington, Texas, and they have a location in Cleveland, Georgia, which is wood, firewood, which is just awesome. And they'll be servicing restaurants as well as uh, consumers, and uh, so he has two of those. So one, one of those locations will be on the campus, and they'll also be moving within a year, year and a half primitive and workhorse will all be on the campus of Cleveland, Georgia. So I can't thank him enough for taking the time again to sit down and explain all of his new stuff. I'll put links below to everything that he has going on because there's a lot. So I hope you enjoy this. And if you're digging these, please subscribe. That way you don't miss out. Hit the bell notification. I'm doing about two to three of these per week. I have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com. Lots of interesting stuff there. I'm also on all the social media at kevinsbbqjoints. But at the end, stay safe and visit your local barbecue joint. I always, I always think you go by JD. Do you go by JD or do you go by... Yeah, that is a, a, a commonly asked question. My name is Jimmy Daniel, but somewhere along the middle school, uh, I think a coach gave me the name JD. My mom calls me Jimmy Daniel, Jimmy, and certain family members call me Jimmy, but I've, it's just grown into JD. And then I moved to Nashville, and in 19... <laughs> I don't remember the year. I went to work with went to a company had 10 employees uh, called soundcheck and they had a guy named jim whitfield worked there and uh everybody started calling me jd just without ever hearing the backstory because i was really trying to be jim you know like grow into jim and yeah, you know, you feel, yeah. <laughs> it ended up that so it's just kind of stuck with me i don't care what people yeah, call me yeah. jimmy. some of the guys here call me jd but there are some guys that hear ashley and some of the office call me jimmy and that's what they okay. call me well, I'll call you JD for this. How about that? And then we'll... there you go, JD. Yeah, I, yeah, most of my professional career is just that's what people have known me. As. Yeah, and I think like, I've seen stuff, and it's already said said JD. So it, anyway, people say talk... all the time, "Hey, your name's JD. What's your last name?" I was like, "No, JD stands for Jimmy Daniel." It's just a guy named Brad Baker Porky. He's bless. Uh, he was a great guy. He's actually one of the founders of Bonnaroo. Oh, uh, this, wow! This festival called. Uh, Ichiku Park before Bonnaroo. Okay, he's the one that gave it to me when I moved to Nashville. Like, JD, he's a hardcore Chicagoan, and that's 
kind of where it resurrected. Ah, gotcha. Okay, well, like now at least people know the history of yep. your name. And let's talk about primitive hits. And and yeah. I we did an interview, and I'll put a link to that interview below, and I'll see if I can put one a link above as well. But can you give a little quick overview of what primitive is? And then I want to talk about the workhorse bits because those are awesome. And I know there's a, a number of different well, right. Uh, first, it's awesome to be back on here yeah, with you. So good to see I you. Enjoy it. Um, you've, of course, now you've had like this long list of barbecue celebrities. <laughs> yes, so it was a long time ago. I feel like and now I'm like, this is big time. Uh, <laughs> but Primitive is, uh, we're a commercial offset. We do have other products. We just have never been able to release them because we've been so busy. We're a commercial offset uh, smoker wood fire cookery, uh, I guess commercial kitchen equipment, but okay. really just focus on the wood fire cookery and the offset smoker. And uh, we've been established here, I guess, I don't know, six, over six years, I, I guess. Yeah, about six years. And, you know, most of everybody that builds pits were welders. And we came on the scene, I came on the scene as an engineer and mm -hmm. had always been chasing this, uh, I think we spoke about it early on, just noodling and playing around with better ways to do things and that's yeah. kind of how we ended up with primitive pits um and and even workhorse pits and that's just uh started with just trying to make something that is functional um you know we didn't start out trying to make this sexy instagram worthy no, no, we started out with trying to make somebody a really good vessel that can smoke great barbecue and that's our motto it's 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 great barbecue we're after and there's uh, no doubt that that's what we chase in here every day. And it's the, the performance of the smoker. It's to give somebody that's never cooked or give somebody who's very experienced a great vessel. And, yeah, and, and, and you've used a lot of science too. You've, we have. That's, and that's your brain. That's how your brain works, right? Well, it's, it, it, that is a story. Everybody asks us about the CFD and, and uh, my little YouTube channel. I was really close to just releasing everything at one point. I'm glad I didn't. But uh, it happened to be, we were in uh, an area where there's some NASCAR activity and it all started from the NASCAR uh, world. It just uh, was an accident. It happened with a neighbor who introduced me to a guy who sent me down a rabbit hole. And then we fell into some science that proves that what we're all doing is actually works. And there's some other guys building pits uh, similar to ours or some of them with a little bit different design. And uh, they all work because people are putting out great product. We just took it a little bit farther and uh, we took it a lot farther, actually. But uh, it was, and, and back when we spoke, there weren't as many pit builders as there are. Oh, I don't today. think there, when we started now, I, I, I only know this because I really don't look beyond our four walls. Yeah. yeah. But is John Lewis, who uh, John Lewis Jr. Uh, was kind of designing his own thing to go into his own business. and. Um, I don't, I don't believe, I, I'm pretty sure Moberg was around. Um, I just didn't know any of those guys. And of course, there's been some guys that have been around forever. I think yeah. um, I saw a comment one, Big Phil's has been doing this for like. Yeah, he's been doing it. 15, 15 years. He's a welder by trade. That's right. Nice. But, and, I, and I'm not, I learned how to weld, you know, growing up and where I grew up, I learned the basics of it, but I'm not a welder. I'm not going to, you know, lay down dimes, um, <laughs> but. We've gone all over the country. And found people. So funny. Yeah, we've we've spent a lot. We've brought people in. We've got the guy who runs our shop is uh, moved here from Nebraska just to work here. And oh wow, we've we've attracted some people here. We've got thirty people here, and so that's something that people don't realize is we are a pretty big operation, and we're not speeding manufacturing. We just don't want people to wait. 
we want people to get to work and and open up their barbecue dreams and so we're different than everybody and everybody's different yeah process. which which Our makes it wonderful that's, that's yeah, you know, it nice makes it, it makes it great and there's you know um there's lots of times where i tell people hey man if you can cook in a square box if you if you really figure it out figure out what the fire's doing where the smoke's going how the yeah, heat's working and then, but now what are you what are you looking at this because i'm sure people are dead curious what's your lead time right now roughly and what's the best ways to get a hold of you to order a custom pit well we we have a phenomenal customer service office and they're phenomenal they're actually not based out of this building we have workhorse pits a couple miles away they moved back in the summer and you can email primitivepits at gmail.com okay. of course go online okay. at primitivepits.com and um you know that's start the relationship uh, right that's how you start the relationship look at our we we have a pretty involved price manual for every model 250 500 1000 yeah. we've built traders in house they're dot certified and we still since 2017 or 18 have two lists the first list is a non rush list and that's for people who are i hate to say this but they're planning a restaurant ahead they're pretty organized they know what they're getting into and you know they're going to build something in 18 months and they'll get on the non rush list and they'll schedule hey we're going to open up this day we want it ready and then no, there's yeah. the non or the, then there's the ASAP list, which we started up, like I said, three or four years ago. And that is for people who are like, hey, soon as possible. And I think we're in the July of 20. This is, you know, uh, we're, we're going into December 21. And this is July of 21. So we're about seven months, seven, eight, eight months. months on the ASAP. Exactly. Okay. And we're, we're over a year on the non-rush. And we have uh, four bays that we build out of. And one is just constantly focused around you know, the contracts, we call them of the ACE, uh, the non-rush, the people who have planned ahead and yeah. uh, have an opening date in mind and have, you know, the structure of what they want kind of more within a timeline of a week or two versus ASAP could fall in to six months and you could be a month either side of the window for yeah. getting your smoker. But reach out to you and talk to you and talk to the yeah. team and, and, and Ashley ask is, uh, she is, uh, she's actually the head of workhorse pits. She's just been announced. Nobody really follows. We don't have a trend magazine or for smoker <laughs> world or, but she's the head of workhorse pits. She's a great leader. She's phenomenal at what she does. And um, she did have a lot to do with primitive pits for a long time. And she still does, but uh, me and Jaden here are in the primitive pits building and we're kind of the baseline office of primitive pits. And then Kristen over at the other office does some of our organization for permanent pitch shipping and whatnot. But if you reach out to the office, we have plenty of people on the ground that um, we're really responsive of trying to get back to people quick. So we, we make an effort to do some of the things that we know are important as a customer. If I were to go try to buy something, a smoker of some kind, I'm very interested in that whole uh, excellent customer service and ex excellent communication. We don't always get it right because we have hundreds and hundreds of emails. We wake up with, you know, the international email. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of probably international stuff too. That's a lot, lot of traffic. Yeah. And, and and you're based in Georgia, but shipping it anywhere in the United States. We ship everywhere. We, yeah. uh, I mean, we we go everywhere. We're, I mean, I, today we have a unit left for Canada, uh, Vancouver, and uh, we've got units going to Australia and, and uh, Germany. We've hit several units going to Europe. Um, so all the all, but, the all the brokering you can yeah all, yeah and, and shout out to Pro Smoke they are boy they stepped up and Pro Smoke if you don't know about them is uh, 
they're based in uh man, I should know they're based in in uh England and they've really become a rallying point they've they're great in the shipping industry and they they ship other items but they really flocked into the barbecue industry and I know they're oh, shipping cool. more than just our smokers but they're shipping smokers all over the, the oh world. that's good to know okay that's uh I'll, I'll put their resources but I'm but you guys can ha- can help assist people with the brokering because I, I think that people might think oh you're in Georgia well I should go to someone that's closer but not necessarily because you can ship anywhere that's not yeah we have our own transportation company Cold Mountain Transport we have multiple trucks and trailers and we're constantly shipping they're on the road today shipping so we do it internally and then we have a about 25 ish outside shippers that are contractors yeah. and uh then we have our our uh, international shippers wow now uh, there's two things i want to talk about workhorse pits but i do want to talk about jason momoa and snow's barbecue can you tell me stories revolving around yes because uh, i think uh, right before the last them, time we them. were talking the Jason Momoa was a secret, I think. <laughs> yeah, Jason, um, he's had several pits. We've got one here we're building for him now. Uh, oh. Great relationship started with him. He's just a super down-to-earth nice guy. I worked in the entertainment industry for nearly 20, over 25 years before I did this. Um, and I rubbed shoulders with guys. And not every celebrity is what they are on their persona, their films or music. But this guy is just, uh, he is a true lover of art. Uh, it feels like he's always exploring, going deeper. He's into these motorcycle, the knuckleheads. And uh, uh, Brendan Lamb, who's, I guess, the, the, the chain reaction to almost anything uh, that Primitive Pits has done, it, it introduced me to Jason. And uh, we started building the pit and we built a second pit and we're building a third pit. And um, it's funny because I think about the pink pit that we sent out there yeah. to him. Um, that was our first kind of run into paint, our first run into kind of like, hey, we're, you know, this is, you know, there's a whole nother world of building smokers that we were not really in tune with. We're into the functionality and let's make somebody really fantastic barbecue so they can make a wow moment. And here we are, the first thing this guy is like, check it out. It's, <laughs> he's got this thing, it's pink on pink. And, uh, but he was outstanding. I was, went out there to deliver a pit myself and hung out with him for three or four days. He was so hospitable and uh, he loves barbecue. He loves, I mean, he's got this little craft niche. And uh, if you follow him on his social media, you yeah, know, he, I, I, I have recently and he's a, such a, he's a an enormous, and, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he has enormous personality, great, but he seems such like a good soul. Like he cares about, he's passionate, so passionate. He is. And I, you know, I don't know him other than just yeah. uh, the visit I had out there. I've had a couple phone conversations with him, but he's the kind of person that's the mover and shaker. He's always, um, you know, pushing some of the things he's passionate about. You know, he's big into uh, rock climbing and whatnot. Yeah. So everything he's product lines around his passions of rock climbing and motorcycles, but a nice. really cool guy. And I hope to get back out there again. Uh, I know he's got a pretty busy schedule, but uh, we've got a smoker that we're building. And of course, too, he, he's pushing us to be just, uh, he introduced me to a guy out there, uh, a, a fabricator who does cars. And, and I went out there and visited this guy's shop and I just was blown away. And I'm like, man, we've got to get to the, to the level of this. And uh, he, so he was very, I guess, uh, uh, linked to the ambition for us to really just cool. step up and, and do yeah. things, not just from the aesthetic point of view, but, but um, just doing stuff from the, from the point of view of uh you know just the accuracy high-end accuracy and just 
you know, beyond excellent, which is extremely hard to do when you're welding in heat and everything's moving, but uh, awesome guy. But it's interesting how, how little things in life are, I guess that's some of it, a big thing, but how things kind of fall into place and how certain things put you on a certain trajectory and your connection with him has changed the way that you do business or the way that you aspire. Absolutely. To He's given us brand new ambitions and goals and, and a lot, everybody does. So, I mean, sometimes it's, um, you know, it's, it's a, a learning thing, maybe negative that has caused us to be as popular as we are, um, which is, it's interesting because I've seemed to have a full career of just being in the right place, uh, things having more timing to do with than talent. You know, that's part of what we're doing is influenced by, by uh, the people that we come in contact with. It's not just, you know, it's not just the tail wagging the dog. It's sometimes the, you know, or the dog wagging the tail. It's sometimes the tail wagging the dog. Exactly. And so what, so with, with uh, snows and with clay and Carrie and them, was that, a connection through clay that um what's the story you know, on that i am a deep fan of the authenticity of what texas barbecue is and i know that there's this new realm but um i gravitated to this the smitty's uh the, the lockhart scene and just that that uh just gritty pit house feel and yeah. i started going out to snows years ago um and when I went out there, I just fell in love with just the aura of what Snows is. And I then met Clay and uh, they're very hospitable. And then when it came down to build a smoker, uh, he, he chose our number and we were just super happy to do it. Of course, they were the Texas Monthly number one at that time. We went down there and got some notes because we had never done some of the stuff. Uh, they didn't want really... Uh, anything different than what they were cooking on because it, learning curve they had square fireboxes that sat on the ground and picked up a lot of the thermal insulation from the ground and they had a lot of just goofy things that Carrie did by accident yeah, that turned okay, out yeah. to tur turn out to be where they're putting out great barbecue so uh, we originally talked about doing double smoke stacks and just kind of the the stuff that was on those smokers so we started uh, when Clay got involved to, to do this project to build a 500 with a square firebox, which is, we still don't build them today. If you called and said, we want a square firebox, because we have our beliefs and our science that we, we, we know what works, but they had already done this for how many ever years they'd had those pits. I, I want to say 10 or so years they'd had those smokers. And uh, that is a story. It should be a movie. It was uh, somewhat of embarrassment at the same time, a great learning curve, <laughs> but it took us two pits to get. Cause you delivered the, one, right? <laughs> well, what happened is we really focused so much on the firebox. We'd never built a square firebox. Well, we built two square fireboxes and testing back in 18, 17. Mm. And um, it's, we just weren't going to go there. It, it is to talk about fire management. A square firebox is so much easier and you can get in there and you can maneuver wood, but there's some stuff going on. And I will fight this to my death in the round firebox with the door open, pulling in air and getting this circular pattern going on and then pulling that circular propeller through the smoker. That is the science. And I just couldn't get that to duplicate with a square firebox. And then here comes snows and you're like, we're going to give them what they want. Obviously they figured it out and they're putting out great product. But we spent, I don't know, month or so on the square firebox. We were doing it as a side project. And then we go to mount it to a smoker. We cut the doors open and 
I mean, we've built several thousand smokers. We've had two that we've had to discard that were something happened in the middle of it. Two, and we still have them. And their doors bowed in. And we just, uh, I mean, we had, I, I mean, hopefully Carrie won't watch this, but Carrie's like, hey, probably I thought won't this watch thing this. was going to be down here. <laughs> I thought this thing was going to be down here two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So we're running. I mean, we're just hammering, just going at it. The firebox phenomenal. The tank had a little bit of a dip. We got around here, literally 20 guys sat around here. So what should we do? And we're like, we can't make the deadline. We can't cut this off. We can't start over. So uh, their pit cost uh, a lot of money. And it took us two times. I went down there. I said, we're just going to see. Carrie stepped up on it, looked at it. And goes, oh, this, we got to go back and try to. I was like, okay, we'll be back in five days. We came back in five days. And I, I don't mind sharing that because that's. No, but that's that, a, that's the honesty. That's the, the that's the, the, part that's the reality of what of this. we're doing. And you know, if 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 that's the case, I mean, I I uh, I'll tell you early on about three years ago, or maybe a little bit longer, we were getting into building traders. We used to buy traders, Kevin. We used to buy them, and a tractor trailer load would come in here, we'd offload them because I didn't want anybody riding around with a trader that didn't have a DOT permit and the safety and all that. So we started building traders. We had all of our permits, and. Uh, we, we started building them and started realizing what we're building is so superior to what we were buying. But we were buying trailers and we put a pit on a guy's trailer. And when he undid it off of his, his, uh, his truck, because of all the insulation in his firebox style, it lifted oh. up. And so we drove eight hours and picked it up and brought it back and built <laughs> him a new trailer. But we built it. And that's why we build trailers now is because uh, because of that of stuff, situation we, yeah we had to learn yeah. but you know we've got a hundred traders out there that we that a major manufacturer built and shipped to us and we put the pit on it um that's it you know, that's no, it's, it's, it, no it's just and it's all part of business but also it's something that people don't talk about the, the failures mistakes and all those no that's what makes I mean, that's, you a company but people don't talk about it a lot no i we i've had them in the industries i mean there's nobody out there that starts out as ground floor expert oh yeah and uh, now we are we're tremendously expertise in the performance and uh, there's efficiencies that we you know we really know that a cook that's brand new or a cook that's maybe doesn't have quite much experience can get into the smoker and cook and then we've got some of the stuff the functionality is a word we use a lot around here the trader needs to have the right bells and whistles i mean you can have paint color white walls all that stuff but it comes down to you're going to go to a pop-up you want to have the right tool set you have the right tool set you're going to see smiles, wow moments, and you're going to have a good business. And mm-hmm. that's, that our, that's what we care about. Yeah. 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 So what's, what's up with workhorse? Can you explain that whole? Uh, well, workhorse, but when we talked last, I don't believe workhorse had launched. Um, I think we had just texted about it. I don't think we've ever maybe, spoken about yeah. it. So workhorse pits is our backyard and that's what primitive is commercial. We do have a backyard pit called the Babe, which we build limited and primitive, but workhorse is three smokers. We do have once again, other products that we just um, have not been able to get out but we launched Workhorse Pits. We announced it in 2019 in the late summer, early fall. We've put the first batch out uh, to Norway um, and we put a full container out, I think, at the very end of uh, 19, early 2020. And to then Norway? What? <laughs> Norway to, uh, well, like a store we, in Norway? We, we've got a, they've got about 40 or 50 over there in Norway. Uh, and it's, a, it's called the Barbecue Shop. And uh, yeah, I does a phenomenal job to sell barbecue pits in a place that really has about a two month season for barbecue. <laughs> but um, he reached out to us early on 
And we didn't know what we were going to do with workhorse as far as distribution wise. We thought we'd just sell one to one, but we knew internationally we were have some challenges. So uh, he was the first guy okay. to come on board. As soon as he announced it that day, he was on the phone with me. Wow. And uh, we, we've sent him about like 30 or 40, maybe even more than that. But uh, he took the first container and then we started shipping out of our location here that I'm at now, Primitive Pits. And uh, it has never let up. It has been gangbusters. And we've really have a phenomenal product. And I'm very proud of the Workhorse guys. I'm proud of the Primitive Pits guys, but the Workhorse guys are over there about uh, two miles away. It's a bigger operation. We're putting out around eh, 20 uh, pits a week. And um, we're, we're happy to announce that Workhorse Pits is opening up our first, and you're going to hear it first, our first retail store. Really? Um, the Woodfire Cookery up in Cleveland, Georgia, on our new 60-acre campus. And we're going to have Primitive Pits, Workhorse Pits, and then uh, we are also going to have a beginner model smoker that's going to be released in 23 called the Coal Mountain Pit. Okay. And that is uh, what's going to be the, the, I guess, the flagship of our retail store. Okay. And uh, we did want to to uh, distribute the workhorse pits out to places like California and to other retailers. But the more we thought about it, the more we felt like we want to be in control of showing people how to use this because a lot of people are lighting a fire for the very first time. Oh, yeah. And the unknown is, is extremely scary. And whether it's you're doing a restaurant or you're in the backyard, when you throw a $100 brisket in there, uh, we want you to get as close to Aaron Franklin yeah. as you can. Well, and, and, and the, the, the learning curve is great. Even it d- doesn't matter about the size. It's just people still have, there's a learning curve. And if you could make that learning curve smaller, that, that's yeah, smart. And that's I, smart. I didn't have that. I had to spend 20 years of just destroying barbecue. I, I did whole hogs. I did everything. I still am very involved in cooking. And, um, you know, we're opening up a restaurant called Tex Ann in Cleveland, Georgia also. It's going to be a couple of days a week, kind of modeled after the snows model. We're not going to be open, but a couple of days. I was a week. going to ask and about that. I thought I saw because you, yeah, we we like release things like little with nuggets, but you don't. Yeah, well, we've, we've got all. all these products. We haven't, you know, we've we've developed a pizza oven, and I'm I'm we, I love barbecue. Barbecue is kind of the center of my life, and um, you know, we've got a gaucho grill that's for the commercial that's out that well that's sitting back behind us and. We just want to focus on like the workhorse pits, those three models, the 57 and the 1969 and the 1975. We wanted to focus on just building a great foundation for our customers that they're getting a really quality smoker that performs well. And we, we, that's that's our baseline kind of uh, business model. And then we've got other products, but we really wanted to focus on that. But we've crossed over a thousand pits shipped and uh, we've been open since almost two years. Well, yes, two years in January. And, um, you know, it's just been phenomenal. We, we have a lot of distributors and even friends of mine that want to sell our pits. And, you know, we're just selling them one-to-one. You can only order them on our website or through barbecue shop. And then we've got another outfit in London that uh, uh, Pro Smoke is going to be selling them. Okay. So, you know, we've got... Uh, what, what are the differences between the three, really, like briefly? What are like roughly? Well, the 1957 is a 36 inch chamber, and it, a 1969 is a 42 inch chamber, and the 1975 is a 48 inch chamber, but it's 24 inch diameter. The 1957 okay. and the 1969 are 20 inch chambers, and the 1975 is a 24 inch chamber. 
the size wall thickness is three eighths inch uh, for the 75 and then 0.344, which is so close to three eighths inch, but yeah. for the 20 inch smokers, the 57 and the 69. The 1957 and the 1969 are um, s- smaller units. And there's kind of a, a, an unknown in the barbecue world because really, like I said, every barbecue pit that's ever really been has come from a welding shop. And we jumped in as engineers and scientists and said, let's really figure out how this thing works and how extraneous heat works and who cares about leaks. Let's figure out what's going on. And we've dove into that. And there's a lot of misnomer that the 57 small doesn't burn as good as the 75. And we burn plus or minus five degrees on all the pits. Wow. They're great pits. Uh, as far as, of course, you know, we're not going to say they're not great pits. We wouldn't put them out. But we've got <laughs> no people way. that buy all three. And um, I've cooked on all three. I personally have a 1969 and uh, in my backyard. That's a little bit to do with uh, just space on my porch and all that. Yeah. But I've cooked on all three. We have one here at the shop. It's a 1975. I had a 57 for two years. Um, so they're, they're, they're great products. They're, I mean, we're so busy. We're trying to get the lead time down. Well, the lead time with Workhorse is, uh, uh, we've, like I said, we're trying to keep it under 120 days, but we are extremely uh, seeing demand that just we weren't expecting. So we're okay. probably into June, 150 days. Now, okay. we, we are building a new facility. It's under construction now, a 60-acre campus. We're, we're, workhorse will have a 30,000-square-foot facility, and that's going to up production because we okay. we I don't want people waiting. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we're currently about 150 days, and there's only one list. There's only one queue. That's are those. What do you what do you mean by that? There's only one. Uh, well, a, when when you order online for workhorsepits.com, just, it's just you fall in the line there. Gotcha. Okay. That's yeah, yeah. that's uh, and we don't really have anything that slows that process down. We linseed oil. We're probably you know we say I never saw anybody doing linseed oil on a barbecue pit. Thanks to my dad, he was doing it on machetes, and I I immediately went into doing it on the barbecue pits and it's been a phenomenal coating. So that doesn't take very long powder coat paint may slow it down. And that's why uh, we're able to kind of keep it under 150 days, but we're pushing out about almost a hundred a month. So, you know, and you were mentioned and we got a little uh, interference, the steel prices are a lot higher than they were. Steel prices are over 60% today, currently in 21, the end of 21 than they were in August uh, through November of 19, we saw a real big influx about January of this year, 21. And I, we just didn't predict that. It's just, yeah. it's, uh, you know, not being in this business, the steel's always gone up and down, but this is three times higher than it's ever been in history. As that's far crazy. as, you know, the, the bottom line price. That, that, that's, that's amazing. Well, when, when is this new campus opening? When do you foresee well, that? We, we have a target date of January, 2023, but we've already got, we've established two, another thing, another little plug here. In February, we open up this year, 2022, we open up American Cookwood. We have a 150 acre claim in Lexington, uh, Texas, and we have our American Cookwood already open today, uh, drying out wood. Uh, it's all slow season barbecue wood from post oak, white oak, cherry, hickory, uh, mesquite, some fruit woods that's already on the campus in Cleveland. It's already uh, Chris and the guys are set up there and uh, they're drying out wood. We're drying it out and staging it so we can sell it to both restaurants and to the backyard. And uh, that'll open up February 1st, um, AmericanCookwood.com. We're super excited about that. Uh, But the workhorse and primitive won't probably move up there till the end of 22, early 23. And then the 
showroom will open up in 23. Okay, so if you want to get an order in, obviously you should get one in as soon as possible for the workhorse because and and those those two ship you can ship those anywhere you anywhere right anywhere across mm-hmm. the United States. So sure. And how heavy are those guys? Uh, 1957s around 700 pounds, the 69s around uh about 780, and then the 1975s uh, about 850. Okay. And uh, and and the, the gals in the office are seeing this. They're probably like, "No, you just butchered it." But I'm pretty sure that's close, <laughs> roughly uh, that. Okay. We used to send them out, Kevin, on pallets in to what they call uh, LTO uh, LTL less LTL, yeah. Load. And uh, we would have units get damaged there was one unit pushed out of the truck and uh i guess the gentleman thought it was just going to be okay it'd be fine and we quit doing that we no longer do that other than we do some in canada but uh we deliver so uh it's it keeps the unit in better shape to us delivering it no i used to work in the furniture business and we'd every so often ship something ltl LTL. as a rush and it would always get damaged (laughs) we we got our we got our lesson in that excuse me we sent about back about two to 300 units out. And, um, you know, I never yeah, yeah. said, oh, we're going to be in the transportation business. We did that by default of seeing what, you know, we saw with LTL. So we immediately bought trucks and trailers. And we have several in-house uh, setups now where we can drive. Plus we have some partners that we, we uh, ship smokers with. Yeah. It's just for the pit. Once you get trustworthy people that you like, you keep them. And yeah, is, we, is there is there swag too? Is that I see you at your yeah, you're decked oh yeah. out. So we've got uh, workhorse pits. Got some merchandise. Uh, they allowed me to get a new hat today for this particular podcast because normally <laughs> the hat I wear is not this clean. It's sitting over there. It's got a nice rank to it. But uh, we've got about six or seven hats. We got a brand new camouflage workhorse hat, and then. Uh, We've got hoodies and shirts on. Cool and we, they don't push our merch very much. I noticed I saw a post that they did last week um, on the hoodies. But yeah, we'll have I'll put, to a, I'll put a link to my and I'll put a couple in the montage. Yeah, so, absolutely. So is there anything else that we missed? No, we're, we're excited about American Cookwood. Uh, that is something. That's a really you know, cool thing. And that's, I, I'm really into barbecue wood too. So, so that's. Yeah. Like, and I've seen some of the pictures you put. Now I wanted to kind of leak out when I saw these pictures of the wood yard out in California, that structure that they build with the corners is just amazing. It's like a pyramid. It's phenomenal. I and take I pictures really them. close and I'm really like sometimes scared thinking this sucker. Yeah. But no, well, I they showed that to our guys. I showed that to the guys on the yard and uh, I said, man, look at that. And they both shook their heads and said, never. Yeah. We're not. It's, we it's like we three stories tall. But you got great climbing out there. But no, American Cookwood is a real quick blip about that is we, we sell to commercial customers. We sell to backyard customers and we see this every day. Everyone is looking for wood. And as a barbecue backyard guy restaurant owner i've had an issue you you try your wood guy and there's a trust that starts and the trust usually runs out really quick in texas there's a bigger industry and um you know we went down there for post oak and we've got uh we're sitting on twelve thousand cords of post oak triangle now Uh, we're sitting on about twenty five thousand cords of wood today and it's scheduled in february when we start taking orders we're able hopefully people are interested in the wood and we're, we're going to give them a, a, a wood uh, education because we've really gone down the rabbit hole. Uh, we're gonna be selling blends. So we'll have blends that are five to 10% uh, air dried, all naturally air dried. And then you can have a blend with some 30%. So most backyard consumers, they wanna go after a whole cord. They're you know cooking maybe twice, three times a month. 
that cord is dead after about three months. It's just, it's overdried, it starts to rot, bugs get in it, all that good stuff. So we're really trying to solve that for the backyard guys. And then for the commercial guys, there's more barbecue joints open. There's more so many. Texas, central Texas influence and uh, yeah. having a good wood source is, you know, is important. And not only you got a good wood source, when it gets dumped in your yard, you want to be able to use it. Some of the stuff we've seen and horror stories we've heard from even our customers, you know, I got a, a, a truckload of wood and it's all green. It's yeah. wet. Uh -huh. So uh, well, we'll have, have, did you see Daniel Vaughn's recent uh, story that he posted? He said something like post your barbecue wood horror stories and people were, and so he was posting in those comments. And so he had hundreds of them in it or it seemed like a hundred. Huh. I and it was, yeah, go, I don't know if it's still in a story. Go check right now if you can. And he was, I think he's writing a piece about wood. So you might want to, I don't know, might want to reach out to him and let him know what you're doing. Yeah. You might not have any idea. So I think that's well, hey, this a lot is of people. Be have our first, first chance we're going to be waving. I've got Texas family now that uh, we, we have a Texas business. Uh, and I, it may not, you know, it may not be, uh, we're a Georgia company, but uh, we're going to have a yard in. Lexington and we've already got a yard there and uh, we're going to be shipping from there so uh, we'll, we'll be able that's to great that's great to know flag a little bit that's really cool well, well it was so good to see you and so great to hear that's good to see about, you, you know, so many little so many great things going on and the future looks really bright and really exciting well you're doing a phenomenal job with the culture of barbecue and wood fire cookery and I appreciate you and I'm sure everybody well, else you. watches you appreciate it. and if we ever have a award show in this industry you're the host. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see if I can if I can get away from this thing. But I I, pre I appreciate it so much. And no, I, I just love what I do. I love this, and I love the world, and I like sharing stories. And, and I'm helping my mom right now. So right now, it's the perfect time to do it in the in the space that I'm doing it. And then eventually, I'll be out on the road. But thank well, you again. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Have a good one, JD. Have a good you weekend. Too.